Hello. Oh, hi, Merlin. How are you doing today? Oh, I'm great, Dan. How are you? Long time no see. Long time. It has been a long time. And you know, like, I don't want to hijack the show or anything because I know you've got plans. Uh, yeah. So, but, so far, we're less than a minute in, and you don't know that I have plans, but what? Well, I have a problem, and I wanted to pass it on to you and perhaps the audience uh, to see if they could help me. Okay. So, in the kitchen... I have a, what, what you would call a runner rug, which is like a long rectangle rug. And it's in a high traffic area. And that's the whole point. It's the whole reason I got it. Yeah. And, you know. What's your, your carpeting to, to retain its original showroom, showroom shine? Well, it's a, yeah, I mean, it's a floor and then it's a wood floor and then it has well, the Well, you wouldn't have a wood floor if you'd taken better care of the carpeting, Dan. <laughs> right. It's called right. entropy. Read a book. <laughs> that's, sorry. And... The problem that I'm having with this is I got, because it's such a high traffic area and it's in the kitchen, mm-hmm. I wanted to get something that if I, you know, food gets on it, liquid gets on you, spill on it, whatever, that it can be easily cleaned. And <laughs> I, instead of getting. Sorry. In a certain sense, you really are creating problems for yourself because now you're keeping the runner clean, right? Uh, yeah. I don't want to get into that part of it, but I've done this before. I've had I a thing in there. Up. And so the problem is this, the problem is this, I got the, this one came from Ruggable and they're not a sponsor. So I'm, I, you know, I don't want to pimp them too much, but I, I've had and Ruggable so that's a rugs DTC, before. Uh, a home carpet delivery service. Ruggable makes For a it, beautiful. Yeah. Ruggable makes a affordable rug that in lots and lots of different styles and shapes and stuff. And they have this system where they build washable rugs. They're very easy to clean. And the rug part separates from the rug pad with like the whole thing is like a giant, <clears throat> like a giant piece of Velcro almost. Anyway, if it, they're great. They're ruggable makes a good product. But the problem is this, it's a thin long rug in a very high traffic area. And it slides all over the place. So you would naturally say, well, get some of that rug tape or those rug stickers that hold the rug in place. But they don't want to grip onto the bottom of the rug pad itself. They'll grip onto a fabric rug, fine. But these rug this pads themselves- This is the most Buddhist problem you have ever had. I know. These rug pads themselves- Have you really spent any time with it? Like really thinking yeah. about what you're doing here and what, what it is that's yeah. made you unhappy? Well, the rug slides all over the damn place. Yeah, but you need and the rug. So I want someone in our audience. I know there's somebody who's Have done you thought this. of getting a, a tertiary hardwood flooring to go over the carpeting, <laughs> so no. you can keep the carpet nice. No, I don't care if the carpet picks up the mess. That's not the the point. Is that I want it to do that so try, it doesn't get on the floor. You, Mr. Feynman, it's hardwood floors so all the way down. What I'm looking for is I'm looking for someone to give me a recommendation for some kind of adhesive that a won't damage the hardwood floor and b will also stick to the rug pad, not the rug, but the rug pad. That's it. Ruggable does not have a solution for this. Their rug pads generally are non-stick and. In other words, non-skid or non-moving. And I've never had this problem before because I've usually had furniture anchoring down the rug so that slipping hasn't been an issue or they've been bigger or whatever. But this one tends to want to slide around. And I've tried the regular rug pad adhesive, rug adhesive strips, but they don't hold the rug pad. They don't attach, Mm. they don't adhere to the rug pad. They adhere fine to the floor or to a rug, but not to a rug pad. Mm -hmm. So, And and there's lots of rug pads Mm. that are 
you know, that are fiber and those will work, but that's not what a ruggable rug pad is. So. Okay. Uh, I can't tell if this is a bit or a thing you actually are working on. No, this is a real thing. So I will treat it like it's a real thing. It is. Um, hmm. No Uh, bits. Okay. Um, no bits, pro Smiths. No bits. Pro Jimmy Smiths. We uh, have had a kind of rug pad. I don't know if it's a rug pad, but we've had that thing that's almost like quadrille graph paper made of a rubbery substance. Do you have access uh-huh. to that? You buy you buy this stuff. Well, maybe I don't. Maybe I, I live in the Hubble district, so I don't really. I don't have things like this. I have nothing to protect. But uh, but we we have in the past underneath like uh, you know area rugs, mm. which you call you know a- a Asian American carpeting, right. Occidental rugs. Yes. Go west, young rug. Yeah. It's funny to somebody who finished a year of college. <laughs> um, and so what this stuff is, you you just buy a you buy it on a roll and you cut it to shape. And in this case, the shape would be just slighter than the width and length of the rug in question or the, you know, runner in question. And anyway, mm-hmm. so, but um, I don't know what this stuff's called, but are, are you, are you playing me? Have you seen this stuff before? No, I don't think I've seen the thing. It's exact not, thing I mean, it's not going to make it like plush, but what it does do. So, so what happens is you've got, let's say you've got a rug just for the sake of argument. Let's say you've got a welcome mat. Mm-hmm. This, I don't know, three feet by two feet or whatever a rug is, uh, uh, a welcome mat. And then underneath that, you cut a slightly smaller than three by two piece of this stuff that, like I say, looks, it's basically like a, a grid pattern of like, you know, half a centimeter per block. Mm-hmm. And you cut that to shape to fit underneath. And it ex- is exclusive. I mean, it's the tiniest, tiniest bit of. Yeah, no, I have one of those under a different rug, Why? actually. Now I know what you're talking about. Okay. And that doesn't work for your kitchen area? It's still not grippy enough? No, because this is, I mean, I, I could try that and that might work, but I already have, there's already a rug pad. So the ruggable rug is a rug with a rug pad kind of built into it. If you say rug two more times, you win a free Buick. <laughs> so the, that stuff works great under like other rugs that I have. Uh huh. You're, you're what but they call that- a, a corner case. I'm going to try it. I'll try it on this one. I don't think Great. it's going to be enough, but I'm going to try it. Uh, I don't think it'll be enough. Good. Well, I hope, I hope that works out for <laughs> everything involved. Uh, yeah. It's difficult Thanks. sometimes to get things the way one wants it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's hard though. I mean, it is a problem in life. In, in a few months, we'll talk about this from a different point of view, from the Buddhist point of view, maybe, maybe after you've been put into some kind of an asylum because now, now you're, <laughs> All right. you're getting, no, because then you're getting like a, like a special kind of bespoke cozy to store your rug parts in and then you know you get some kind of a superstructure like a habit trail that goes over the kitchen area you get a secondary kitchen you know what right. i mean pretty yeah. soon you're yes keeping the the lid from the milk in your left pocket <clears throat> um oh gosh what was my ocd ish thing last night i had something really i thought enough of it to mention it to my wife uh boy sometimes it is really satisfying though when a thing like fits or something and it feels like the universe is smiling on you when like mm-hmm. something works on the first try. Oh, oh yeah. It feels so good. Um, it is Tuesday. Hey, happy D-Day to all who celebrate. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, boy, that was a hell of an operation they had. Operation Overlord, they called it. <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah. Like, uh, no, uh, of the many yeah. kinds, my favorite kind of World War II documentary, because I'm, you know... I'm how I am. I, 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 I really like a Stalingrad. 
about all Stalingrad documentary, mm. but mm-hmm. I also love anything related to D-Day because it's so bananas that they pulled it off. But anyway, you know, congratulations to everybody. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, historical accuracy, people say that those, those tank things, the, the check asterisks or whatever they, they're called that, you know what I mean? The things you put on Omaha beach and uh, private Ryan, they say they're facing the wrong way in the movie. Really? Yeah. Cause there's supposed to be a thing that you, your a tank couldn't go over them. You, you put the tall part first. You're not making a ramp. This is not a, a BMX bike. The Which spikes is, are supposed to point towards the oncoming stuff. I think so. But you know, yeah. that's a hell of a movie. You can't listen to that movie quietly enough. No matter how quietly you have that movie on, it's still the most terrifying, like, 15, 20 minutes you've seen in your life. Yeah. Um, um, so stuff that's going on. We have, we have not uh, over much caught up recently. You had your audio stuff going. You sent me that Shining thing with uh, Fourth Wall. Yeah. I have a couple remarks about Dob Dob, if we want to talk yeah. about no, that. Yeah, I'm ready, ready to do that. I actually, I'm going to make that real easy for you from my POV. It's like I have a very... Uh, probably not unique, but unusual level of focus in one aspect of yesterday's announcements that I'd love to talk about. Yes. Or I'll, but I'll talk about whatever you would like. Uh, and then what was the other thing I wrote down? Oh, I also want to, I also want to remind people I make really good playlists for Spotify. I you think do. I have to say, this is not just to make you feel good. You yeah. really, really do. I listen to them oh, and I, I, I'll play them and my kids will say, oh, is this another one of Merlin's ones? And I'll say, yeah, how did okay. you know? Because like, it's right. really you, good. I believed you up till that last bit. They'll say, because it's really good. Shame on me. But uh, it's, yeah, I try really hard at them. And I do have a, a method to my fandom. Yeah. yeah? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, I'm the most most boring, privileged, default white person that America could create today it's exactly anyway. how i think people would describe you i think so too i mean i think <laughs> i was i was born in the baseball hall of fame and and you know never really learned how to swing a bat so they say right. about george w bush right right and then you bought the rangers they call uh-huh. it being a dry drunk that's a certain kind of ex-alcoholic who's not a particularly lucid person okay <clears throat> i love him though he's a precious boy um and there's all of that and i think that's mainly it, oh, and I, of course, I always have more on standby for uh, the first Make a Hole project. But do, do you want to talk some about the, the I mean, I, I don't know. Are you interested in talking about Dob Dob? Yeah, very much so. Oh, good. Should we talk about that a little bit? I would love to. Okay. Well, if you want to, if you prefer something else, I had a whole joke no. prepared about how I was in a virtual casino in Macau, <laughs> and I decided it wasn't very funny. I could say I'm reporting live from the show floor there, you uh-huh. know, and I'd act like I was kind of just implied that I was like kind of in uh virtual casino royale <laughs> sure why not it wasn't that funny so i i spiked it you just got you dumped yeah but then I, I got to bring it in through the side door after the after the house mother left all right quick quick, quick. <laughs> come on in come on in macau joke you're not that funny but neither of us will care tomorrow macau um <clears throat> <clears throat> so uh give me your give me your priors on this did you watch the thing yeah, I did. Did you I, watch the whole I actually thing? Oh, nothing about the thing. I watched the entire thing, and I I watched one part of it twice. But I, I mean, I thought 
mean, I don't know. What, do we want to jump right to talking about the vision, or do you want to talk about anything? Let me. Um, <clears throat> let me. Led um, up to it because I, I feel like you're going to have things to say about. Well, no, no, I'm not trying. I, this is not. A, I'm not John Syracuse. Like, I don't just like sit back and wait for everyone to give the wrong answer at length before you decide to opine that you know what's actually correct in life or accurate. No. Um, I mean, there's so much to talk about. There was so much to talk about. Obviously, perhaps the big thing that everybody was anticipating was the uh, AR. What are they called? Reality Vision? Vision Quest? What's it called? No, Reality Pro. Pro? <laughs> no, come on. What's it called? It's, it's called, called the Vision Pro. Vision Pro. Okay, fine. Um, there's that thing, which is a big deal. And I would love to hear what you have to say about that. Um, also, some <clears throat> uh, completely boring in the best possible way upgrades to current max an update a very frustrating to john syracuse update to the mac pro um there's all that stuff um the stuff i would like to talk about it doesn't have to be a long time because it's only again it's been less than 24 hours but i um side note i i, I do try to bracket the difference between, like, here's something important, like, just important in the world or in this uh, domain. Here's something sort of exciting, interesting, provocative, open to question about this thing. And then, you know, honestly, like, here's the part where I, here's how I feel about this personally, either in terms of a thing that I wanted or in terms of a thing I will use, those tend to be the most boring part of those kinds of discussions, unless you can put it into context that makes it interesting to other people who aren't just in your goddamn cult of personality. Mm -hmm. But with all of that said, all the stuff about the updates to the OSs uh, was far and away my favorite, most exciting part and because it's the beginning of June and it's my version of the, you know, <laughs> the opposite of a New Year's resolution just in terms of chronology, but right. exactly six months after the new year has started, I do the same thing. I do the same thing that other people do with resolutions every year. I do every June and I say, I'm not going to do it. Not going to do it. Of course, I, I, I got $99. I got a developer account. I'm not gonna right. put the betas on anything. What the hell's wrong? No, but and then you did. How many times has that bitten me in the butt? But then, of course, there's that voice in the back of my head where there's like there's something on each one of these things that I, if it works the way I expect and it works, I could an anticipate having benefits from immediately. And the worst devil on your shoulder title, the worst devil on your shoulder is the one that says to me, "Hey, come on, every year they're better at this stuff. It's not 2008 anymore." You know, the, 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 yeah, it says beta, but guys, they're, it's pretty good, even from mm -hmm. the first one, you know, but I put her, I put her, I put the OSs on five devices last night and I've been oh, using only it. Only five. Well, I mean, I'll get more. <laughs> I need to buy more to put it on more, but no, I've got it on a few things and I've been using it, uh, again, just, just in the last little bit, I'd love to talk about some of the stuff. Because, because here's just to spoil the ending of the story I don't have to tell. Um, I'm at a point in existence where like making things more solid but more powerful is fine for me. Like I am not an I'm not an anything shareholder, let alone an Apple shareholder. But like, <clears throat> I'm 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 happy when they go like, oh, services are a new thing, and that's great, and it's good for them. And I'm I am per that early model, right? There's that early model, like what's important. Not just what's new, what's important. And then after important, you've got like what is 
undecided, what's interesting, what's compelling, what are the things we can speculate about, and they go all the way down to like the what 90% of podcasts are, which is people just madly opining about something that has not even been announced, which <laughs> should uniformly <laughs> die in a fire because that's, that's not a job, that's an affliction. Right, right. right. Mm-hmm. You'll, you'll know when it's I agree. done. You know, it's, it's like, it's like the, what is the great line from Master and Commander? Which is, it will be done when it's done. I, I, I love Captain Jack's uh, helper guy. I love his valet in Master and Commander. So, oh, yeah. but to that point though, I do think this is, I mean, is going to be somewhere toward the middle right of that continuum of the whole, like, well, this is not new necessarily in the sense of like paradigmatically like a new platform or biggest or fifth big platform ever or whatever. Um, that, that, that is important and that's exciting and that's interesting. And you look at that in the context of market and technology and cultural forces and like every aspect of that is so goddamn complicated and speculative. You, if you ask people how they felt about VR, at any point every six months since 1990, you'd probably get a lot of people going, what is that? You get a fair number of people going, still, we're talking about this? And you get other people who are like, oh, come on, as Roderick would say, we're right on the cusp. This thing is so close to being a, a breakthrough technology that can be beneficial in ways that weren't obvious 20 years ago, which I continue yeah. to believe. Also, it's fun. And it's nice to like things that are fun. But my, my observations are going to be on the like, hell yeah, Apple. Good for you guys adding these cool things that will improve the way I use my devices every day, and at least so far, that that seems to be the case. Is, is your main? Are you? Uh, do, do you have thoughts about? The, do you want to start with talking about the uh, the big device, the big news? Yeah, I mean, I think that's a good place to start. WWC Worldwide Developers Conference. They have videos that they play for developers, and uh, and you can breakout sessions. Uh, don't touch the escape key. Eh. I don't know <laughs> what it's for anymore, but. But uh, they do announce a lot of stuff from a tech standpoint. I tried making my way through State of the Union last night, and I really, I desperately glazed over after about 10 or 15 minutes. Oh, yeah. Because they did get pretty deep into the technicals pretty quick. Yeah. But, um, but the big announcement that everybody, a lot of people in the world of tech whatever, have been anticipating is the announcement of Apple's first cut at a, are they're calling, they're not saying VR, they're saying, it doesn't matter what it's called, but just to, those goggles you wear that do things and then give you those, gives you a weird avatar in a helmet face, la la la. Yeah, well, it's specifically not One of my least VR. favorite thing in movies, Dan, one of my least favorite things in movies is when you put a helmet on somebody and you have to make it look interesting, so you increase the actor's face size by like 3%. Mm-hmm. I find it, they do it in Avatar and other terrible movies. I find it incredibly upsetting. <laughs> and now it's, it's your way for your mate to know you're there. <laughs> I think the Abyss handled that pretty well with the. It's a newer um, thing. It's just, yeah. I think it was in, in Annihilation they do this. Any of those movies where you have the new style, smaller helmets with a large glass face on it. What the yeah. hell? You know, you're paying. Pedro Pascal just said, you know, he hasn't actually been inside a, uh, a Mando suit in like a whole season. Like he just does the voice now. That's all. Right, they have like a Act, someone well, filling yeah, in as from actors, and and of course the VFX CG to do that stuff. But um, like in this instance, like yeah, if you're gonna hire, oh geez, who's an avatar? I guess looks Gorney Weaver. But like you want want that face to be nice and big, and I find it slightly uncanny. And um, I'm I'm not here to to yuck on a yum. I'm I'm I think I my bet is you're not into it. No, I am into it. I am into it. And no, the I'm not trying I'm to in- cast a judgment. I'm just saying I'm just trying to guess on the over under for Dan's opinion on that product. So, no, so, I'm very, I'm very into talk it. Talk about and I'll the tell product. Talk, yeah, talk about how you feel. 
Because it is absolutely not VR. And I, I have absolutely no interest in Everybody VR. Everybody I trust who's tried this thing on says, dude, it's so not perfect. And it is so expensive. But it's not all the dumb ways we tried to do this thing in the past. Well, you know, you leave well, it you to Apple. you just want a big monitor on your face? Well, I <laughs> would like a big monitor on my face. I don't want to wear it on Muni. But, like, I would love to have a giant movie in front of my eyes, <laughs> personally. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's pretty cool. And I think Apple is getting it right. Leave it to Apple to, to get something like this right. Because, you know, if you think about what Apple does, if at one of one of their sort of core things that they do or that they try to do or that they did during the Steve Jobs era is they want to help people create stuff. And if you think, if you kind of frame, at least this is, that's how I think of Apple. And yeah, well, they make a lot of stuff. I think probably a reason they, they often say that it's become a catchphrase, maybe one of the spots in the bingo card is we can't wait to see what you do with this yeah and i think in some sense i mean that, that of course that's lip service like so much of what apple does but i think in there is a sense in which they're like mm -hmm, money 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 everybody go make things sure no we really can't wait we would love for you to be a company that makes a giant giant app in this that makes this whole enterprise for this entire project look better and makes a case for why this is useful the same way the iphone was very interesting but apps made it exciting. Like, yes. That's what we're talking about here. They've got to attract people where for whom they can't wait to see what they do with it. Yes. I think, you know, the thing to me, when I think about Apple and I think about them making stuff that helps people create, then why would anyone want a VR device? They don't. And there's enough crap, you know, three to 500 or 500 to $600 VR headsets out there where you plug them in, you play a game and you're in a virtual reality. And look at, look at what Meta uh, did by renaming their company to meta and focusing on a thing they called the metaverse complete absolute failure they couldn't even get the employees and the people who were creating <laughs> the damn thing kind to of use rebrand though even especially in retrospect where you're like it's like renaming toilets as sanitary hygienic facilities yeah it's yeah. like it's still a toilet but <laughs> now it's meta now it's meta. It's yeah. the same crap. But the, you know, nobody wanted to use those headsets. Nobody wanted to use them. So Apple has to do this in a way that says, what are the two things that would make people want to use this? One, they don't want to be fully, you know, they, they want it to, and again, if you think about creating stuff, I'll call that work. Even if what you create is fun, we'll call it work. You want to be able I, to I tend to fall back to work. A, a very unsatisfying, given that creating content is a form of self-harm that a lot of you young people won't realize until, well, it's probably already too late. But, you know, if you can avoid it, try maybe don't say that your job is creating content. Um, or what on Do By Friday we've started to refer to, it's like working in a mine and mining attention coal. It's like you're like the, you're like the saddest miner. You're, you're like a little Zoolander out there working in working in a mine for some kind of gaping maw that, that yeah. requires the attention coal. Uh, I tend to say making stuff. Because I make stuff like playlists, I make stuff like podcasts, and, and, and well, nobody asked me, but I guess I had half of this coffee and now I'm full of beans. Hey, I make this stuff because it's what I do. If you, I really hope I find the people who will enjoy it and find it gratifying or useful or fun, but I, I, I'm going to keep making it whether you even see it or not. Right? right. You've got to like... So, you know, so, but yeah, I mean, is this, again, this is something we, we went around with the iPad about this and the, the decision was never quite finalized. Hey, is this for consuming or for making? Or both or neither or boo. But like, that's the thing is a lot of people I think were put off by the idea of an iPad. Primarily the name sucked. Second, it, it was a big iPhone in, in every way that mattered. And third, it was for like 
It was for having your kid watch watch uh, YouTube videos or whatever. Yeah, it wasn't for yeah. making things. And so you get Swift Playgrounds, you get all these things. We kept waiting. So, and how long has it been now? So 2010. It's been, you know, coming up over 10 years now where we keep going, okay, any day now. Ooh, they're writing multi-view stuff to the iPad. It's like going to be a desktop class computer. and But it never quite got the respect, partly because partly because they put out things like iPad Pro, iPad uh, Pro, iPad Air, and things that really implied that this was a power device for powerful individuals, mm -hmm. but like, I don't need any more firepower for, say, a seven-year-old to watch those Russian life hacks videos. So then the question right. becomes, so, you know, what are we going to do with this? Is it just for consuming? But then finally, because like, again, I had half a coffee, the... The other thing is like that that was the whole bit with the iPhone was the oh, three in one. Are you getting this? This this idea that like we're gonna come into this market that looks like it's fully dead and or you know, dead or at least stagnant. At the high end, you've got I did watch the Blackberry movie last night and I really enjoyed it. At the high end, you've got things like Blackberries and things like that. You've got trios and palms and things. And then at the what is, wait, wait, what is the Blackberry movie? It's a movie um, by a uh, movie just came out starring Jay Baruchel and Glenn Howerton from Sunny, and it's about Blackberry. It, start, it starts in the earlier mid '90s and goes up through what happened right after the iPhone. And uh, I really enjoy. I thought it was very well done. Is this something we can stream? I don't know. Or I mean, is it a is it like a Netflix thing? Well, it's a ninety eight percent tomatoes movie that's in theaters. Oh, it's right a, it's now. a movie. Glenn Howerton is an actor. I should have said that. Sorry. Um, yes, it is a movie called Blackberry okay. that has been very uh, discussed and highly regarded. And I'm sorry, I wasn't trying to look down to you. I just didn't want to like give it to you in Pigs and Bunnies. But yeah, yeah, and it's, it's the kid. It's got the kid from uh, you know all those uh, all those like uh, all those movies. You know the kid, right? You know what's his name? Jay Baruchel. Yeah, the kid. A kid. The kid. Sure. The what's kid. he in? Is he in Superbad? I don't remember. The kid stays in the picture. Mm-hmm. Frank Sinatra was on the horn. He was not crooning. <laughs> um, so, yeah, but like, boy, it was a whole big thing. But anyway, yeah, that's at every stage of this, he can make cracks about, oh, porn, porn and video games, ha ha, porn and games, porn and games, ha ha ha. That's how it all starts. And it's true, it's not, or whatever. But like, the the, the part that I, that I'm particularly interested in, like I say, is 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 a handful of people who've either been around this in proximity to this. It it does kind of feel like, well. Zuckerberg or whomever, whoever, I, I get the feeling Zuckerberg, I, I don't normally do that synecdoche thing of like saying somebody's the company, except I do think he probably had a pretty big role in championing a move to the metaverse, right? That was, mm -hmm. I, let's, I don't think he was opposed to it, but what they ended up with was, okay, you make this weird anime avatar and don't have legs and sit in a meeting and look at other anime avatars, which was not a <laughs> compelling pitch that right. they seemed, they seemed resistant to walk away from the parts that were, should have told them early on that it was squeaking people out. It seemed weird. It seemed both the worst kind of consumer technology, both over and under engineered and that it would not provide any value on top of what's already a pretty complicated thing, which is working with other people and having meetings. You know, they used to say about that Fred or uh, Ginger Rogers did everything Fred Astaire did except backwards and in high heels. And in heels, right. And, and in this case, what you're saying is take everything that's difficult about what you do and then add a helmet. Because <laughs> that's not, now that's your job and it's better. <laughs> All right. We have an enterprise license. Please, please touch your thumb here. 
<laughs> but you know, so uh, but th that's the part that, that the last bit on that it, it excites me is people going like, yeah, but like, sure. I mean, and you know, you gotta take it with a grain of salt when everybody who already knows better makes noises like this, ah, goes, ah, you know, ah, I've seen all this before. Ah, you kidding me? Ah, I prefer a, a hand crank lawnmower. I have a lawnmower where I use my actual hands. I put scissors on like Ned Flanders, and I went, ah, nobody needs this stuff. Diabetic candy, who's that for? Kind of stuff. Uh, but, you know, it's, they, they wanted to get something to market. They're getting something to market. Um, I don't have an opinion on the price. It costs what it costs. <laughs> they must have some pretty good reasons, but like, I don't know. I, do I, I did not I hate, I did not hate the demo. A lot of people were like, oh, great. Now I can have more screens in my face. And it's like, mm, it's a little bit like chat GPT where it's like, you sure, you sure you're ready to like, just, you sure you're ready to see the trailer for the future and then just decide you're not into it. So let me make one comment on the price. I And this actually come is a comment about Apple's comment about the price. Right at the end when they're about to tell us the price, they say if you, you know, bought, the cost if you of a nice, things, yeah, if yeah. you bought a surround sound system and a beautiful TV and this and the other thing, you'd spend the same or more. And <laughs> Which is a really not a great it's a horrible. It's, it's a horrible. terrible I, way to lead. It, you know, I have two comments about that. The first one, the first comment I have about that is, yes, it, you you know, a great a great sound bar is like a thousand bucks, and a beautiful TV is a couple thousand bucks, and this that, and the other thing. However, <laughs> me and my whole family, instead of those things, and all of my neighbors yeah. and friends could all come over and watch one, watch something together on this, and having only spent that much money. But if we wanted to all watch on this device, we'd all have to it spend thirty five hundred. It falls apart the second you think about it. If if it's if it's being uh, tendered for the seemingly cynical reason that one imagines, which is to go, yeah, well, look at this, look at this Radio Shack Christmas time flyer from 1990. Every single thing on the, I, I do actually love that. Look at this and whatever, 1991, 1993, whatever, let's say 1995. Here's a 1995 thing from Radio Shack and every single thing on the cover of this is on your iPhone now. Like you can buy a video camera, you could buy a CB radio, you could buy a regular radio, you could buy a uh, a PC. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You could buy like mm -hmm. all these different things, calculators, all that kind of stuff. And that is a wonderful moment to pause and go like, well, we used to think the problem was modernizing machines from the early from the from the nineteenth and twentieth early twentieth century. We used to think that progress meant updating those machines to make as uh, Henry Ford is believed to have said, making a faster horse. But really, we're talking about a different kind of thing here, where all of those things that used to seem like difficult one-off, increasingly like, like prosumer products, well, they're all available on this thing because the paradigm is so different now. We're not trying to figure out how to sell a Sony camera to a dad. We're getting right. all this stuff onto this thing. And it takes a, you know, a fairly impoverished imagination will lead you to going like, well, yeah, who cares, whatever, I'll just stick with Radio Shack. But when you say something like, okay, but you know, it almost sounds like an infomercial where you're like, how much would you pay for this? Think about all of the vegetable peelers you've bought in the past and threw away after, you know, a month or you make these kinds of cases, but you nailed it or I nailed it or we nailed it or Tim nailed it with this idea of like, wait a minute. So you're saying if I did all these things, I mean, isn't that a little like saying for like the price of just one year of food for your family, you could buy a cube of tungsten. You right. could go, well, that, 
<laughs> I haven't done the math on that. That seems like a little bit of a stretch factually, but even if that is factually correct, it's still not a good analogy. It's just if you say it in the right cadence, it sounds smart. If you say right. it in the right rhythm. So no. So what so oh, and by the way, somebody who spends thirty five hundred dollars plus, I mean, I don't even know what the wheels for this thing are gonna cost. But if you spend thirty five hundred dollars on on ski goggles, yeah. So what, you've got like a nineteen inch Vizio you bought at Walmart in nineteen ninety eight. I can't afford this and I have a sixty six inch modern TV. <laughs> right? Like, we right. can't afford this. It's not, it's, I tried to explain that to my kid from an early age. It's not a question of could we find the money for this? That's a different afford question. Afford means something else. Well, afford it's a little bit, I almost want a new different. flavor of costly and expensive for this because it's not whether or not we can afford it. It's whether what people want us to pay for this is commensurate with the place in our life we can anticipate it having and the opportunity right. cost of what we give up in order to commit to that. So right. instead, why don't you, why don't you, I was about to say be a man about it. Why don't you just, you know, toughen up and say, hey, this is what it costs. Right. It's Apple. We made it good. Believe me, we could have charged more, but we probably could have charged less, but this is what it costs. A thing I used to say to clients, especially if I didn't want to work with them, uh, um, you know, unfortunately, be between the budget you have for this and the terms of how you pay that, I would not be able to do a good job at this for right. $300. Yeah. And if they got a problem with that, be lucky you figured it out now. Dude, this is it's a Veblen good. This is practically like not a Rolex even. This is this is like, I mean, this is like buying the the original Darth Vader costume or something. Like nobody needs this, right? So don't bow and scrape and apologize and poor mouth about it. Say here's what it is. This is this is not <laughs> these other goofy ones where where people have been half committed to making the best technology, if at all. No, this is the best thing that somebody could make with this right now. This is what the parts cost. This is what we're charging, and we're done talking about it for now. And I think I think what Apple did that was right, other than you know that they made this in the first place. But I think the way that they're handling this the right way is they're trying to say they're not billing this as this is way to go and have fun. You're going to play games. They're like this is something that will make your life better in the following ways. It will make it so that we're working will be easier and better in this way. You'll have these screens. You can resize them. You can bring them wherever you go. You'll have your whole setup with you. That's kind of cool. You can use these gestures to do stuff, which is more natural. You can, you know, we'll show a kind of weird version of your eyes through this so that other people can see you. Which is, if, which is a very good idea. Yes. I, the implementation is another thing. But what an interesting uh, way to try and solve that problem of somebody looking like they're in like some kind of a, a black cell at Guantanamo. Right. Remember like yeah. when they, we used to like the people in the orange suits and they put the big blindfolds and the headphones on them and it was yeah. always like so depressing. It was horrible. It was yeah. so horrible to look at and, and there's still maybe I'm screwed up and trauma has a bigger role in my life than I realized. But I look at that and I'm like, I mean, but then on the other hand, there are people like me and everybody else who's more than ready to make fun of anybody who does something in the privacy of their home that they wouldn't do in public. We love yeah. shaming people. We love yeah. shaming people like, oh, these dorks wearing these things. These, look at these dorks. You're not going to be happy until we're all wearing these. Well, here's a solution. Don't get one. Right. And then uh, a secondary solution is um, maybe stop judging other people for what it is that they like. Either that or I, I'm going to put a cage on your cock and you're never allowed to <laughs> masturbate ever, ever, ever again. Because I don't do that on Muni. But like, like everybody listening right now, I do that. I don't have production shots by Apple made of me self-diddling for comfort. 
No, right. I don't have that because that's something we do. Me dropping a deuce, I hope there's not more than 11 pictures of me taking a dump. <laughs> <laughs> like high quality, like Annie Leibovitz style, like super nice, right. you know, or Ann right. Gettys, like with those babies in a crock pot, la la la, that kind of thing. We all do stuff for fun. You've never like Googled your exes. You've never done anything that you're, that you, it's not that you're ashamed of it, but like, we're so immune or so, we're so, we're so, we're so um, skeptical about having an interior private world anymore. It's like, yeah. if it's not something you're thrilled to make up for Instagram, it didn't exist and it's not worth talking about. Well, can't you see somebody like, and I'm not, and I hate to go straight to this case, but my mom might love this. My mom has mobility problems. My mom has health problems. Mm -hmm. My mom cannot go see a ton of the world in a way that's healthy for effing anybody. I'm not saying that she's going to get this because she, she ain't. <laughs> it's not for me. But is there really no role that you could see in this for somebody? I mean, I'm, again, people with Parkinson's, people with dementia, people with like, you know, again, mobility things. Like, no, you're not going to be able to run your side hustle Etsy store using your fingertips. But I'll mm -hmm. bet you can pretty damn sure watch Lawrence of Arabia. It's going to be amazing. Well said. I mean, I think what I'm so mad at everybody, Dan. I find a reason yeah, no, to dislike everyone. I'm well, just, great... I'm just, I have a full time lifestyle, Holden Caulfield, and everybody I meet is the biggest phony I've ever met because everybody, there's such a precedence on dumb branding nowadays that mm -hmm. we have, we proceed anything interesting in the world. We proceed everything with, with like braggadocio and insult and enmity and just all, instead of just going like, I just put this in the document like last week, try to always, before you ever get, don't look into your, don't, don't embrace fear until you've exhausted curiosity. And we are just all becoming such an incurious bunch of people. And like, yeah, there's a lot of stupid shit in the world ever thus the deadbeats to Lebowski. That's how it's always been. Like there's always been shitty people who would abuse something like chat GPT. There's always been, you know, just, just, uh, this is not a new problem, but like you can't, you can't uninvent toothpaste and then be mad. The tube still exists. Like it's the world. This is this. I get so mad sometimes, Dan, please continue. Are you, you need to lay down or are you? No, I'm actually, I'm doing pretty good. Pretty, you know, I think that my kid made what, cheesecake and I ate some of it last night. And it was incredible. What I think is really interesting about this mm -hmm. is the way that they are positioning it as a thing that's going to help you make stuff using your phrase there. I like that. And none of the other systems that have come out with goggles doing VR and things like that have at all focused on that. They've all focused on entertainment purposes, which is great. Uh, but <laughs> like entertainment amusement. is, yeah, I mean, yeah. amusement and entertainment is something that I think people certainly prioritize, but there's a lot out there already in that space. And yeah, we're, saying, we're well, not, now we're not I'm, wanting for amusement and entertainment. The only distinction I make there, entertainment, uh, Marvel and Disney make movies for entertainment. Um, right. I might play games for amusement, or I might, like in my case, polish metal for amusement. Like it's kind of entertainment, but like as far as the making stuff, well, you, we can't get to the point where you're like <sighs> building your own Unix kernel with your fingertips. We're not there yet, guys. First, we need to learn how to be comfortable watching TV before mm -hmm. we can get to where we all knew how to watch TV long before we ever knew how to use Telnet. Very good point. Very good point. And I think where, where we're going to land with this and why I think Apple will be in whatever way this could be successful, the reason it will be successful is because Apple's putting it into 
that kind of space of this is going to help you work better. And honestly, I love the idea of instead of having a computer or a whole bunch of devices and a screen and everything else, being able to just put on a pair of glasses, goggles, whatever they eventually in, you know, five, 20 years from now, whatever they wind up looking like. Yeah. Being able to just do that. And now you've got your screen, you've got everything. And of course, of course, the next stage of this is you won't have to have a keyboard. You'll just be able to type on a surface. Marco brought this up on on the ATP that came out yesterday, the epic like three and a half hour ATP. He made a really, uh, well, a good point, a good observation. You know, okay, first, first, first a prologue from me. I remember the first time I ever saw AirPods and I thought, you've got to be kidding me. What, what are you doing? You're going to walk around with those in your ears the whole time, like those little weird stems coming out. And they still look weird, but I wear them all the time. I see them all the time. It's not as weird anymore. Somehow we all survived the name iPad. At the, 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 the depth, the, 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 just the way that we all, whatever the 2010, whatever that was, that feeling we all had when we first heard, I, really? iPad? You're calling it iPad? I will never in one million eons ever buy something called iPad. It sounds like menstruation. And you're like, and somehow we survived. And like, I have iPads and I love them. We survived all of those things. Dude, is it really that much better for you to be on a cramped coach, eight hour coach flight? Let's say it's a United flight. You get that filthy table in front of you. So you're gonna put your 15 inch MacBook Pro on that little tray table where in front of you, there's, there's a very, very, very large MAGA man who has pushed his chair all the way back you, you have to turn, you have to cantilever your lid to be able to even fit it between, you know what I'm saying? How about this? How about you sit down, you strap that stupid looking thing on, you pull out a tiny little keyboard, and you're completely immersed in your own world for as long as you want to be. And like, hey, you know what? If I want to flight and you say, you say to me, hey, there's nothing to do for the next eight hours, the entertainment system's out, I can either hand you this MacBook Pro or I can hand you this thing, you know, configured and everything. The thing would be amazing. Would be great because I could be watching a movie over here on this window. I could be doing this over there, and I could turn and have my creepy, my Sigourney Weaver bug eyes look at the person and say, "Yes, another Bloody Mary, please." But I mean, like you, you don't see any value in that. No, not you, but one because you can't get past that whole like I look like a douche, and because I have this kind of really brittle, fragile male ego, I'm constantly worrying about what strangers think of me on planes. I mean, stick with it because that's going to work out great over the next few years. You're going to, you're going to do better and better with that attitude. Um, I'm just, in that instance, like, I don't even, like, I guess what I'm trying to say, you're not, I'm not, you're, you're not making the case for this being like useful. I'm just saying like, Hey, this is the first one. Nobody's seen it yet. Nobody's done it yet. Um, but if I had to go on first impressions anyway, you know, I haven't had it on. I don't know what it weighs. I don't see myself getting one. I mean, I eventually will, I'm sure, but it's not. I mean, I'd rather have a, a new Mac Studio <laughs> if I were going to spend the money, but that's not what they asked. Right. Yeah, it's just there's, there's an impoverishment of imagination. I think if a lot of it comes down to not being as smart as people think they are and being so into their brand that they need to make constant announcements about what they preemptively don't like. I was reading something that came out, I think, earlier today <clears throat> that was saying that, um, I think... <clears throat> There it is. Um, the Apple Vision Pro will take at least five years to supplant the iPhone. <laughs> this is Mark Gurman's opinion. Oh, they went with the under, huh? <laughs> who and, who uh, took that number? I, Mark Gurman, I guess, did. Oh, um, what's Minchi Kuo say? Fight, fight, fight. Yeah, let me, I'll put God, that in the show If those two guys notes. ever stop writing, there's like six shovel blocks that just won't exist anymore. I know, right? But I think what's what interesting- What if they become like a, like a Voltron? 
about his take on it. I think he'd become a Minchie Gorman. Is that, you know, they're talking about (laughs) supplanting stuff. They're talking about this replacing a Mac eventually. And even um, there's a couple other people who are talking about like, you know, in X number of years, this will replace the Mac. No, it won't. In general? As a general purpose, oh, I mean, twenty, device? thirty years no, 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 from no, no, now. But I mean, okay, like a fine. Real, but... Okay, yeah, yeah. And the iPad's going to replace the iPhone any day now, too. <laughs> I just, you know, I, I think let's just let's just see what happens with it. Yeah, We're I this agree. is the f- everybody is trying to do this. Everybody is trying to say everybody's trying we to want do AI. To they they avoided AI. They talked about ML. Right. They didn't even say AI. Yeah, they didn't even right. say it in the whole time. That's interesting. Though. I think they're trying to carve out their own little golf course for this stuff. Yeah, and I don't think that Apple Apple is, I think, averse. I don't think they've ever said this publicly, but I don't think that they like AI very much. I don't well, think that they I want think they're AI also, very much. Like, I mean, I, I, I don't follow any of this stuff closely, but my impression, especially over the last few months, as I've become aware of not AI in general, not ML in general, but chat GPT in particular. Whenever I'm making fun of people on the internet, I'm making fun of them because of their hot take on chat GPT, not because they have concerns about AI writ large. I'm not a child. I understand the problem. But this whole like people who used to have jobs fix air conditioners now, and it's because of chat GPT. And you're like, well, first of all, air conditioners do need to be fixed. And B, like, did you really want to work for somebody that would replace you with a computer program anyway? It's like on Parks and Rec when they when they merge with Eagleton and they introduce the the thing that replaces Tom with one thumb drive. <laughs> I mean, right. that's a pretty complicated thing that first engages with our emotions, our emotions and our sense of justice and fair play to go like, hey, what about all the people who write marketing copy for press releases no one asks for? Who will think of them? And I'm not trying to be unkind. I it sucks when anything bad happens in the world, but that's why. But I do think it's very interesting, though, because I – sorry, I went on a rant. But um, you probably didn't notice, but I did. Um, but the – but, like, it seems like oh, Google's I.O., which always sounds like a bathroom event to me. Like, uh-huh. you, you, you've got some events coming, and, like, everybody's talking about ABC. So now Google comes out, and they have 35 announcements about ABC. So whatever that is. I mean, that could be rectal exams like are hot this month. And so then Google comes out and they have all these announcements that are like, oh, yeah, we've been doing rectal exams all along. We're super into it. Facebook comes out and they go, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We're, we're very rectum forward in our, in our thinking. Whatever it is, people come out and make a bunch of – Google in particular seems like a kind of company that could go – they have a name for everything. They act like it already exists. We already have six versions of it that have a social media component that we've abandoned. We've got it all kind of in our head, sort of. I think Apple must have known going into this, whatever references to AI they had prepped, cut mm-hmm. them all the way out. You think they had some? You think oh, they absolutely. had some? Oh, absolutely. I mean, yeah. Because, well, I mean, a lot of, again, we just use these terms. You know, it's, we just, we love to use these terms that are emotionally evocative, whether or not they are accurate and up to date. Apple has, as long as I can remember, the last few years anyway, they do a lot of stuff with what they've called machine learning, which I think mm-hmm. is a pretty, I mean, LLMs, machine learning, AI. I don't know. I don't, I can't, I'm not a computer scientist, but I think there's a pretty big difference between we can now, and this will get to mine in a second, I guess. We can tell what kind of apps for messages you use most often. Ooh, you can do that? Yes, we use machine learning. Mm -hmm. You're like, oh, use machine learning, huh? Well, How's that, how's that any different from like however you would 
program something to say like, hey, whichever area of the site someone goes to the most, bubble that up to the top. I mean, is that machine learning? I, I, okay, sure. There's a lot of stuff where it's like, how, damn, what have I been asking for for eight to 10 years? Give me an area on my phone that just shows the four apps I use the most. Right. That, is that ML? I don't care. I want that. Or, I think the reason why here's Apple the is... ones I use the most at this time of day. And they're doing that all over the map right now. When you plug it in for that that cool like nightstand alarm clock view, there's some kind of a, I don't know what if it's a, uh, whatever, an ID of some kind in the mm -hmm. in your MagSafe charger. And I don't remember what settings you like to use when you're on that particular one. That is, as we used to say, Apple at their best. Tiny little right. improvements. Is that machine learning? I don't care. I just want a good clock I don't have to think about. I never used to have to think about clocks. So make more of that. Chop, chop, Mark Schnell. House. What I think Apple is doing by avoiding the AI term, because if you, if I had to make a distinction between AI and ML, to me, ML, machine learning, means software that observes things and helps make conclusions about those things. So you, it's, I it's noticed definitely not, you, it's not what is currently, I believe called generative AI. That's no, the stuff AI I like. To me, That's the stuff the hated stuff. Everybody hates it. I love it, but right. it's different from like, and it's something Syracuse talked about. How are you going to use ARML for autocorrection? Because that, if you think about that, those are not the kind of the same thing. It's one thing right. to say, well, like, go take your time to tell me what the five best Eagles albums are for me. But there's that kind of, but yeah, ML is just a lot of like latent learning and integration, yeah. uh, learning integration and synthesis, but also synthesis with other things. Yeah. And I think if, I think autocorrect is a really great example of machine learning because you can say, well, every time that uh, I type this, it changes it. So I have to backspace over it and type it again a different way. The machine should learn what I mean when I type this thing. There's no, in, I would say intelligence as the, the true definition of intelligence to me at least in my mind i'm not sure if you were to look this up if it's in there but to me it it means there is an aspect of the concept of intelligence there is an aspect to thinking independent thought and thinking when when we talk about whether an animal is intelligent or not we're usually re reserving intelligence for us maybe dolphins right. and maybe some chimps but like you're not you, you know and if if you have like a like there are these different tests that you can do with your dog to see if it knows if you hold up a towel if it looks around it or if it just thinks the person's gone how intelligent Ask is it your to dog look at its nails <laughs> you're as you know it's it's like problem solving AI to me says intelligence, consciousness, problem solving machine learning to me says observing things enough to create a, a result that is satisfactory to the user. It's very user centric machine learning mm. can say, Dan, you watch this kind of show on Netflix. You'll probably like this show. That to me is machine learning. AI would be, I solved a problem for you with a unique solution because I can think. That's AI, that's artificial intelligence, that's computers taking over the world, whatever. Yeah. Machine learning to me is, is a specific solution to a specific kind of a problem based on observation and habits and noticing what those things are. Machine learning could say, you know, you keep typing it this way, here's what I think that you mean. Are you, yeah, okay, you're right about that. Not AI, which is gonna say, I built a better microchip for you. And I took over the world and now, you know, 
whatever. Like that's a whole different concept. And I think Apple's smart to avoid saying AI. And I mm-hmm. think AI has a negative Especially because, I mean, like it. just to restate, it's a flavor of the month right now. Whether or not you mean it, right. whether or not you understand it, it's just that constant parroting. I remember yeah. at our, at my dot-com job, I had never, I don't, I must've heard this. Was term. this with the guy, the yeah. one guy? Dave, the marketing guy, yeah. Yeah. But, but I'd never even heard, I, I don't about think I'd ever morning. heard B2B, which I think will tell you, I did never even need to learn B2C because that's all there was. You could be a mm-hmm. business to consumer business, or you could be a business to business. Well, mm-hmm. I'm just telling you, very around the time, the summer that I joined the dot-com job that they hired me, we were pivoting super hard to B2C, or excuse me, B2B, because everything was B2B. Do you remember this in 1999? B2B, B2B, everybody was just constantly talking about B2B. And it became yes. one of those current code words, <laughs> one of the, the, the jargon, that weird like in-group sort of bonding thing that people do, the open the kimono, needle-moving type you know, things that people say to establish credibility w- with the alpha chimps. You know, you see, you see and B2B, B2B, all, you know, all that kind of stuff. Like, but, I mean, setting aside for myself, that I, I would prefer not to paint in in the oils of flavor of the month phrases in general i think they're smart to steer clear of that i'm just trying to work on one quick thing in response to what you're saying here i'm trying to think you said something i realize you were talking for our purposes mostly about artificial intelligence machine learning those things but you said something about i'm not sure how you define intelligence or something like that and yeah such an i mean as somebody i'm not going to open a book to like look this up but i'm thinking like if you sat around with your friends and you said, what is it that constitutes intelligence just in large patterns? There's all kinds of things that are related to intelligence. I think one I'm going to put right out of the way, although it's huge, I mean, in human intelligence, is theory of mind. And the ability, when you're a human being and you're a neurotypical, you know, non-baby, neurotypical non-baby you develop the ability to think about what other people thinking about what you're thinking if you choose to you have the ability to think about all these other things what other things that make us intelligent as humans over even say our dear friends the dogs well i don't know if this is true but i I, my experience it's pretty true for dogs there's not that much difference between 90 minutes and 20 years like their, right. their sense of time is very different from Mars, did it with cats, all that kind of stuff. I'm not saying it's analogous, it's off by seven or something. I don't know how it works. I just know it's different. And I'm sitting here trying to think about like, what is it that constitutes intelligence? And until I get a better one off the dome, I'm going to give you this one. I think intelligence is the ability to, to remember and learn from, to the best of your ability, to remember and learn from the past in order to think about and prepare for the future. And if you think about like, well, that sounds, boy, good job, Merlin. Didn't, didn't waste a nickel of that college education. Well, but like really think about the implications of that. Or to put it differently, if you can't learn how to remember and learn from the past, it may be difficult for you to think about and prepare for the future. There's all kinds of ways that that could go wrong. So when you talk about something like machine learning, I mean, maybe it's like a, a mini me Turing thing. I don't know. But there's like a little version of that, which is like, hey, I've just watched your behavior and like, I, I think I told you my iPhone home screen is just three sets of Siri suggestions. Hmm. No, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Very, very top. I've got hardwired, like I think four or eight things, but I have multiples of Siri suggestions because they work. They work. Mm-hmm. Siri has paid attention to the past. What's the past? The past is, oh, sorry. <laughs> By the way, you don't have to say, hey, anymore first. That's going to cause problems. Um, you... You've learned in the past that I do these things in the morning. I tend to do these things at night. Like that's 
I've always been kind of curious about why there was not more curiosity about what could be done with that inside Apple. I mean, just something as simple as recent apps on the Mac. I mean, how many, how long have we had that? The ability to sort by, is that machine learning? I don't think so. Sort right. by, sorting by date modified is very different from sorting by date added. I have everything sorted by date added because even if I've downloaded something that's from a different time, it will always be in the order it was added to the folder. Is that machine learning? No. But hang on. Keep it in your pants. The more you learn about how I do stuff, the more you can intuit how I'm likely to want to respond in a way that's, that's positive and useful regarding my future. I don't want to not have to – I'm not looking to live in some kind of like – jellied suspension where I don't have to do anything and computers, you know, manipulate my limbs for me. Right. But again, something from the wisdom document, try when you're thinking about what it is that you do for your work. Hey, y'all listen to this. This is really fucking smart. We're thinking about your work and how to improve what you do or in our parlance, the stuff you make. Learn how to differentiate the parts of your job that are necessarily difficult from the parts of your job that are harder than they need to be. Because first of all, as you'll discover way too late in life, that's the real pros. The real pros are the people who figured out what parts are difficult and that's why you get the get big bucks versus what parts are harder than they need to be, which make it seem like you should be getting more big bucks. Look to the people who figured that out. This part of my job is hard. This part of my job is hard and it needn't be. Let's work on that. So, But even something as simple as anticipating the same way a French waiter would anticipate your needs, you know, the French waiter, I, I guess this is, not, this is an imperfect example, but, you know, just train everybody in the restaurant to keep filling my water. I would hand you a $20 bill if you just bring me a pitcher of water and keep bringing more pitchers of water. I can't tell you how much it means to me to always have water. You know what doesn't help me? The kid, Chip, I'm going to call him Chip, Chip at Applebee's walking up and saying, did you want more water? And I say, you f if you put any more water in this glass, I, I, you, I'm so glad you asked me because I'm very, very angry. I would not accept any more water. Chip please leave. <laughs> no, do you have to ask that? How's the food? Well, if you notice the part where I had a bite of this uh, uh, Santa Fe uh, chicken wrapper and then I barfed it up on the plate, you would intuit that, it, no, it was not good. Because guess what? That's not intelligent. You're not learning from the past to, to, you're not learning from the past in order to integrate for the future. So what I'm trying to say is like, there's kind of stuff where like, we put all these fancy names on and we hang all this 4th of July bunting from stuff and call it machine this and science that. And, you know, and spray technology sauce all over it. But at the end of the day, I just want things where, like, locate patterns, locate all kinds of patterns, you know, including the ones that I'm aware of, because I'll think you're smart, but also start noticing the patterns I could never in a million years notice on my own. That's the things that I want. So, I mean, and that's why I guess we don't really have time now. We'll maybe we can come back next time, but can, can I just go through a couple of my quickies? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, here's an example. So... I think also implicit, Apple's really into, oh God, they used a terrible phrase twice, at least I think. What was it? Unlocking experiences. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. Yeah. Well, at least they're using uh -huh. experience as a noun. I don't like Instead that. of a, like a verb. That. If yeah. people who use experience as a verb should experience death soon. <laughs> oh my God, you're obsessed to, today. No, no, I feel great. I feel really good. Um, <laughs> we used to call it dying, but now we call it experiencing death. <laughs> yeah, Kubler Ross is really letting it slip. <laughs> the uh, no, no. Here's the thing, though. Uh, but up, 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 up. Uh, unlocking experiences, because what they're trying, and I think also in a very sort of voce stage whisper way, they're like, oh yeah, services, services, services. You can hear this like hum in the background of services, 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 and everything they do because that's the future for them, right? So I think part of what they're trying to say is like, 
yeah, it's going to be good for you and your family. It's going to be fun. They're, they are, in a way that I find more, oddly enough, in a way that I find often more credulous than I do when it comes from Facebook or whatever, think about this. The, uh, there's a new feature on Apple TV that I tested out yesterday, and it totally worked. And here's the feature. FaceTime is now available on Apple TV. Well, how would, what, how would that work? Hang on. Here's what you do. So you remember, anybody out there, you all remember continuity camera? Something that got introduced to not that much fanfare last year is your Apple, your up-to-date recent, all terms and conditions apply, your iPhone, when it's near your Mac, can detect that there is a phone here and now please use it as my web camera or whatever. Again, bummer it wasn't two years ago, but say la vie, right? There's continuity camera. And continuity camera is just the ability to say, like, when my camera is near my computer and it's in this position, and so, like, it's got an accelerometer and it's got a gyroscope, so it knows when it's turned sideways and near a computer. Guys, don't gloss over that. that this is exactly what I'm talking about. When I've set this up, if I've set this up correctly to allow the right permissions, right? Stick with me. I know this is, it's, just, it's, it's tough. Words are hard. But listen, if I've set this up, then when it's when my phone is in this position, maybe even like faced this way, when all these conditions are met, I don't need to tell it anything. It knows. It knows that now I want to use this thing as a camera. Want to use it as a camera? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guess what? They've now brought that technology to Apple TV and FaceTime. So now you go to, and remember, you're logged in as you on your Apple TV, as, as, as crummy in so many ways as the Apple TV ecosystem is. There's, mm -hmm. They still find ways to occasionally sneak in something kind of cool. So you click on, well, by the way, you also now get six columns instead of five, which I love, of, uh, of little, um, you don't have one of these, right? What do you use? Do you use Apple TV? Have, yeah, I have an Apple TV. So now you get six rows instead of five, which is kind of cool, on a big screen. Oh, it's really uh, nice. do I have to update to the... Well, beta to get it'll be, no, I mean, this is the beta. Yeah, you don't, you don't want to do this now. But anyway, you click on FaceTime. Let me hold on a second. Why don't I want to do that now with the Apple TV? Um, unless you think there's ways that it would benefit you. It's harder with an Apple TV because, I mean, you've got, hopefully you flipped on the home screen uh, switching or whatever it's called. You know, the thing that we're like, if you've got five Apple TVs, they'll all have, it'll keep up to, up to date and synced. Oh, that's so neat. if you have to like restore an Apple TV... I don't know. Still, it's. I feel I back. I still back everything up manually before I update anything. But I don't know. It's just a, you know. Uh, you ask, so I'll tell you. Hey, it's summertime. People are going to want to watch TV. Sometimes kids are going to watch TV. And if you have some bug that you can't track down because you're on a beta, the kids didn't ask for. You're bad. Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But you open FaceTime on your Apple TV, and it goes cool. Got one of those uh, iPhones? Yeah. Okay. Well, bring it up to the, the screen here. Turn it around. And like, as I'm walking up, I can see the image from my phone on the Apple TV. Uh, you walk up with your iPhone or iPad, you set it down in front of the TV and you start talking, you call somebody. You can then watch something on Apple TV together or whatever, right? All these little things, these little, what did we talk about last week? Archipelagos of functionality, all these little bits of stuff. Watch party, great. Could have used it three years ago. Now, <laughs> like I'm, you know, <laughs> right. but, but. Think about that, though. Like, I'm so much more likely now to... We talked last night about doing uh, the woman who introduced my wife and I, our friend Christine, who we don't see often enough. Be neat to do, like, a watch party, watch Buffy with our family and Christine's family together. Be really fun. Yeah. Or whatever. I'm so much more likely to do that than I am to, like, 
I don't know. I always think of like moms and their weird corduroy iPad covers and the screens always on and like bring them to the kitchen. It's Thanksgiving and everyone's screaming. Just having <laughs> that on my Apple TV that I'm very comfortable and familiar with, with a camera, with my iPhone. How cool is that? Now, is that machine learning? Who cares? But here's the thing. What's the big pitch? One of the big pitches of Apple's space goggles. Uh, you get to unlock experiences. You get to do stuff with people. That's a great use of that, I think. Did they did they concentrate on like oh what is like twelve cameras in the um, in the space goggles? But like they didn't put a camera onto the Apple TV puck. You don't need to put a third party camera on top of your television set. It's because it's Apple, only Apple. You know they like to say. I think that's a really interesting example of the kind of updates that I love this year. That stuff that's old stuff, freshened up and where they have learned from the past to make better decisions about the future. And consequently, right. it gives me the opportunity to unlock experiences at having a better future for me too, to spend less time futzing around. I, I only recently realized in probably the last two months, God, I, I hate to curse you. I hate to curse you and our listeners with this. I'll tell you what you never want to notice, especially on your phone, how many things take three clicks. Like there's, you know, clicking is fine. You know, do two things, fine. Think how many things you do on, don't start noticing this. How many things you do on your phone hundreds of times a day that take three clicks? And it's an interesting number for clicks. Is it, is it good or bad that terrible. it takes three it's clicks? Terrible, it's terrible. Okay. Like an example might be something like blocking a crypto ad on Twitter, which I just do because I'm a good person. Um, but like almost anything you need to do like in an app on a website, ends up, if you want to do anything, I don't mean go look at somebody's boobs. I mean, do something on doing something, causing something to change on your phone. Never start noticing how many things take three clicks. Because there's a click to go into the detail view of whatever it is writ large. There's the click to delete. <laughs> there's the click to then do the delete. And then there's often as not even a click to go back to where you started before all Yeah, that. okay, that makes like, sense. But it sounds nuts, but you, you will be driven not quite as crazy as me, but you will really start noticing how many things it really shouldn't take three clicks to do. If you get it right the first time, it's, it's at least three clicks is what it ends up being. But there's a special kind of, the, the, the trilogy of clicks that I encounter every day on my phone drives me completely. You know what? If you took off 20 of those a day for me, I'd be happy. If there's something where I didn't have to do weird repetitive stuff, there's still so much juju in how I use every device. I still think about that J swipe for how to get the uh, the app launcher thing on iPhone. Oh, yeah. I still think about my, if my fingers are, if my two fingers are this far apart and I swipe right to left, I go to the next page. If my fingers are this far apart, notice I'm not telling you which is which, mm -hmm. I bring up the notifications, right rail? Have you ever noticed like you've got to have your fingers the right amount apart to get the amount? Oh, yeah. Okay, that's not a problem. I'm just giving you, if you think those are dumb examples, then it's working perfectly. Because if I gave you anything that was too good of an example, you'd go, well, I'll just rewrite a macro for that. I'm like, no. You are an this interaction machine. You are a big, wet, a big, moist participant in technology with your dumb human fingers. And there's all this stuff you've got to learn and then unlearn and relearn. And the more often that that dumb machine can help your dumb, wet fingers get smarter about knowing what it needs to do, what intuitively happens next, we all become more intelligent. We all get better about preparing for the future by beginning with remembering and learning from the past. Call that machine learning, call that good habits, call that mindfulness. 
It's a big <laughs> pattern, and I'm here for it. Yeah. I have I have tons more, but we're out of time. Yeah. Oh, can I let we, me point people to one good thing? Um, okay. Uh, just I thought. Oh yeah. Also, I put in some of my playlists. I got three new play. Well, two new playlists and an updated playlist this week. My new wave that still stands up playlist is very strong. It still needs a little bit of shearing and a little bit of uh, reordering. Um, I do highly recommend uh, A Little Dazzled, A Gentle Introduction to XTC, Seven Songs to Get You into XTC. Not the ones you know, not the best known, not the least known, but the ones that will actually scientifically get you hooked on XTC. And then, oh, Forte for phone. Hmm. And then, um, high compliments as ever to Dan Morin. Maybe my pound for pound. He's the Cal Ripken of Mac News <laughs> for me. He had a wonderful piece on uh, Six Colors that you'll find in show notes called The Features That Didn't Get Discussed On Stage at WWDC, which I don't know if that's exactly what I'd call it, but it's not my article. But he does go through and really highlight all the little things that you might have missed for a second if you blew your nose, um, including stuff like, oh, you can now like have your verification codes deleted out of messages after they've been used. Um, I have so the, God, the 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 widgets on the desktop so cool. If I'm still this excited next week, I'll talk more about it. But uh, his article on six colors, the features that didn't get discussed on stage at WWDC, and then there's probably also some lots of YouTube videos of guys making an O face and pointing at something, or pointing at a tater tot and saying uh, full wrap up the entire thing in 30 <laughs> seconds or whatever. Yeah, Dan, we need to remember and learn from the past in order to prepare for and um, what did I say before. Do stuff for the future. Do stuff for the future. It's the only thing that separates us from the apes. Barely. Well, have you watched that Chimp Empire show yet? Yeah, and I also watched the documentary um, movie that preceded it called uh, Rise of the Warrior Apes, hmm. which explains kind of the backstory of how they were able to film I love Chimp their names. I love... I, I, I gotta say, it's a little intense. Pork pie. Pork pie. I love when his name pops up. Do you remember the baby and the baby wants to be with his mommy? Oh yes. my God. The, the photography in that is extraordinary. Uh, unbelievable. One of the best things I've seen in It's a in little intense life. though to watch. Like it's a lot yeah. of like, I don't think, I don't know if they got waivers from the alpha to, to be doing that tight a shot of its like, <laughs> of its eyebrows. They really get in there. Yeah. Okay. Let's button this up. All right. Okay. I love you. Love you too, Mar the man.